and welcome to another Holly Jolly Merry Holiday episode of your favorite podcast, Too Big to Bail. I am, of course, the the merry old elf himself, Colton J. Bazinus, and I'm here as always with my happy Holly co-host. That's my elf. That's my little elf voice. It's me, Eric. That's uh, I just said hello. My name is Eric and Elf. Is that uh? Did you learn that from the from that that Kurt Russell movie? I actually have never seen that uh that movie. The Christmas Chronicles. I have never seen the Christmas Chronicles. So, do uh, they have I a hidden did. language in that movie? Yeah, it's there. The elves are pretty much squirrels, <laughs> and they talk like that. And they do have <laughs> subtitles. I think I was pretty. I was in an altered state when I watched it, mm. um, so that might not actually be accurate at okay. all. I don't remember the plot of the movie. There is a second one out, so I know the second one. I think focuses more on uh, his marriage. Ah, beautiful, Mrs. Yeah, it's about Mrs. time Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus gets on the sleigh at night. Uh, it is revealed that Kurt Russell's Mrs. Claus is in fact his real life lover. Uh, Goldie Hawn. Oh, that's sweet. At the end of the film, yeah. That's... You know they're not married. They're just together. They're just together. That's yeah, awesome. They're just yeah. Goldie Hawn was just like really burned by her other uh, marriages, I guess, and just is like, you know, let's just be together without having to do all that. Hmm. I, I I love that family. You know, I love that's actually one member of that family, family especially. But uh, it's, who's that? It's you. It's our favorite man. Uh, Wyatt Russell. Mr. Wyatt, young Mr. Wyatt Russell, star of stage and screen. Mm-hmm. I just want to touch him and kiss mm. him and rub, rub his beard. Him and he's just it, Colton. I think he's got it. Uh, speaking of it, here it is. This week, we had a little holiday double feature getting back on track here. We, uh, we both... Had to watch uh, a snowman movie. <laughs> we, well, we both had to watch both of mo- these movies, but they are both subsequently about snowmen. And they are both from the 90s, and they are both movies called Jack Frost. One came out, I think, in 1997. The other came out a year later in 1998. Mm-hmm. And before we start, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. His name's Jared. And I, know, I, I asked, friend of ours. I asked him. I, he asked me what what because uh, whenever remember when we were watching the movie, you left the stream for a little bit. I was just sitting in there, and he popped in. He's like, "Oh, what are you watching?" I was like, "Jack Frost." And he was thought I was referring to the 1997 version of Jack Frost, which is the more mm. I think uh, not as well known movie. So he didn't even know that about the Jack Frost 1998. So I, that's the first so time. He, yeah. he thought we were. He thought you were watching something uh, a little, a little more uh, B side, a little more. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he had under he never the heard of the original, the uh, Jack Frost. The original, <laughs> the the more world renowned. He he so he'd never he'd never heard about the world's coolest dad, Jack Frost. Jack Frost and the Jack Frost band, as the poster says, uh, Jack Frost. Is getting a second chance to be the world's coolest dad if he doesn't melt first. <laughs> <laughs> Just a 
classic shenanigans. Should we start with your Jack Frost or my Jack Frost? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, we should start with mine since mine did come out first, 1997. Okay, canonically that is true. We will have to. We'll do yours, then mine, then we'll pivot back to you for your punishment. That sounds about right. Because as uh, a lot of people think that the holidays uh, of December are the time for giving, but really it is the time for punishment. Uh, especially for naughty boys like mm. you, Eric. So Krampus came this 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 fine winter, and he delivered to you uh, a big steaming pile of Miranda sings. And so we will be uh, getting into that later as well. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'll start off with you know Jack Frost. We all know came out in 1997. It was direct to video. Yeah, <laughs> you're a fan too, huh? You got a fan in there. He loves this movie. It was written and directed by Michael Coney. He's a British playwright. Hmm. Uh, oh, really? Talks like this. Oh, a Cockney boy, is he? Yeah. Uh, it takes place in the snowman capital of the world, Snowmanton. Snowmanton. The week before Christmas. Snowmanton, Colorado, right? Snowmanton, Colorado. And keep uh, bookmark the fact that this movie takes place in Colorado, folks. Just bookmark it. Uh, on the week before Christmas, a truck carrying a serial killer named Jack Frost uh, was uh, crashed. It crashed, and it also was a genetics truck. It's weird. Like they were carrying a serial killer and genetic material. <laughs> How's Jack's, bo- Jack's well, body well, to mutate? There was two trucks. There was two trucks? Yeah, one truck had Jack Frost in it, and they crashed into a truck that was carrying genetic material. Okay. Uh, Jack's body then mutated, and it, it it had this cool melting effect, and that's one of my uh, savings. Oh, it was like the acid. Yeah, just blue acid yeah, all over him. blue acid, and it was he just melted. Uh, it was hilarious. And mm-hmm. uh, it was just... And it, it was a pretty good effect. Uh, I'll give it that. You know, I think that's where this uh, movie shined was that effect. <laughs> and uh, well, I think th- I think this movie was pretty self aware yeah, of what it was trying to be. Very is, much so. I, I hadn't watched this before, and I I didn't I would only ever looked at the poster a lot uh, in the and it's just awful in the blockbusters. Yeah, how would you describe the poster? It's wet, very wet. It is, it's a very wet looking poster. Yeah, with, uh, the tongue, a, very angry, looking very angry skull, uh, frost man. Yeah. Why are his eyes green? I don't know. He doesn't look like this at any point. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, Jack is presumed. He, looks, he's presu- he was presumed dead and his body melts away. However, he comes back as a killer snowman and takes revenge on the man who ca- finally caught him, Sheriff Sam Tiller. Tyler? I don't remember. Ty- Ty- Let's go Tyler. All right. Played by Christopher uh, Allport, which you'll know. He actually, he has. I remember his face is familiar. Yeah, I, I'd recognized him from some other stuff. Mm, yeah, uh, you know, did you know there's a Jack Frost too? I did know that, uh, uh, and it, I believe it is Jack Frost goes to Hawaii. Yeah, well, I, I just saw that. Um, yeah, I mean they introduced the family. Uh, it's it's this awful looking house. Just looks terrible inside. Um, you wouldn't live there. I would not live there at that house. That, uh, the 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 stove was incredibly tiny. Oh, you remember? I that? know how much you love a big stove. I need a, at least a five foot stove. You know, I'm talking Eric about five feet tall. Ever, 
only ever bakes five loaves of banana bread at a time. So, you know, I got banana bread, nut bread, cheese bread, soft bread, it hard bread, little bread, fit. red bread, blue bread, yellow bread, green bread. Now, what's in the blue bread? Blue. Oh, blue. Oh, everyone's favorite. My favorite flavor. Uh, despite the news reports of Jack's demise, Sam cannot forget Jack's threats of vengeance. Uh, Jack is right. on the loose. But he, the thing is, this is just the guy that caught him. Yeah. Like, and he caught him, like, kind of on accident. Yeah. And. Like, he, he's not someone who is, like, on his, on his No, he's trail. like a small town, like, sheriff. Like, he, like, nothing bad ever happens to this town. Like, no, like, they, like, when they find the first, Jack's first victim, they're like, man, we haven't, like, someone was murdered. Like, this never happens. Right, so yeah, the 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 revised Snowman Jack's first victim. Yeah, was uh was it the kid? It was an old man who he just <gasps> oh. we didn't see him die. They just found the body. Yeah, it was an old man. That was the first off-screen death, and the effect of the of like the first time he appeared in the snow looked like a uh, Sandman from Spider-Man Three. I mean, you could see that Sam Raimi was obviously... uh, Somehow more practical. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So, so the first first victim is an old man that he just kind of bent his neck backwards over a rock. I I don't think... I think he was hit by a snowball. That's what... Oh, that's what it was. He was hit by a very large large snowball snowball that we just didn't get to see. Yeah. And... uh, he then, I think, then it, it it's then it he suddenly appears in like, in the family's. Eric, I'm afraid you're going to have to do something about that cat. Get him. For those of you listening at home, Eric is unhinging his jaw. And is going to swallow the cat whole. And he's done it. He's done it. Wow. Yummy. Uh, I just had Alf eat my cat. Yeah. Um. Well, you've got you've got chronic uh, Alf jaw. Yeah, I do. So somehow bad. Jack ends up in the family's front yard, and the sun goes out and. And it's like, oh, who built the snowman? He starts like looking at it and stuff, and then the neighborhood bully. Then he is immediately bullied. Yeah, uh, the neighborhood bullies show up and start bullying him. Wait, what's the name of the kid? The son. Yeah, what's his name? It's not Jack, too, is it? No, it's uh, it's, it's Ryan. Ryan, little Ryan. Little Ryan was playing outside and he got bullied, and uh, yeah. somehow I remember. The uh, the boy Jack like took f- flipped the kid up so, like he flipped the kid and somehow his the kid's sled came over and like decapitated him. Well, I think that the kids wanted to sled in this particular part of the yard. Yeah, and, or on the street, I and, would imagine. And so the 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 other kids that were with him were already starting to sled, but he wasn't done bullying young Ryan. Uh, and so as he's he's you know doing bully such movements and, and pushing and such uh the, the 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 snowman kind of extends itself to like trip him onto the ground just as one of the children are sledding by and the sled does decapitate 
the bully fully. And then Ryan's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Like immediately. He's, well, he's he, in, smart he's, kid. He's he knows sticking to he knows sticking to his story that it was the snowman, which yeah. makes him maybe not such a smart kid because maybe just uh, you know claim it was an accident there, bud. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I killed your son. The the parents of the kids show up and they're just like all distraught. Like the dad is like yelling. I'll tell you, they're take. I, I remember them taking it pretty well, considering that a child had died. There was. A, I mean, he was really mad. He was mad, but it was more like you hit my car mad, not my child is dead. Yeah, mad. yeah, yeah. The, the, I think the mother was more in shock. She, well, I the she had showed up a couple times already. And she had kind of dropped hints of not being mentally all there. Yeah. To the fact, to the point where I asked if if you thought that she was supposed to be a mentally challenged character. I think she's uh, just like a doting housewife, just paralyzed by, or just. Uh, she's just kind of numb to her lifestyle. Yeah. And they're and uh, they they also have a daughter played by the oh most, yeah the young teenage daughter the most famous actor in this whole movie Shannon Elizabeth. Mm. Which is saying something because she's From not so famous. American Pie. She's not so famous anymore, but she was famous. That's too bad. Yeah, poor thing. Hollywood hates women. You heard it here first, folks. I know. I'm. I'm sorry to break this story on such a cheery holiday episode, <laughs> but it's true. It turns out. Uh. Soon afterwards. Uh. So she wants yeah. to go out. Yeah, she, she wants to go out. Oh my god, she wants to go out. Her, her, her teenage brother's brother been murdered. <laughs> and her dad is understandably pretty chuffed at this. Yeah, and uh, they're sitting in their house and just like all brooding and stuff. And she comes down like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go outside. And while this and she does, and yeah, she does. She goes and she she goes with her weird boyfriend. And then the guy le- the dad leaves too. To go to the bar, maybe? What does he say he's doing? He le- I don't think he... I think he goes outside and he sees the snowman. Because... Oh, cause, yeah, because it gets him, then it gets the wife, right? Yeah. She was uh, okay, She was the okay. last person killed in the family. Okay, so, so husband goes outside, I assume, to go drink. Yeah, he goes out. I think he was just, like, sitting and, like, just sad or something, and then he sees Jack, the snowman... Standing there. Describe what the snowman looks like. It's it, I, honestly. I, all right, I gotta hold on. It's just like a a, a creepy looking snowman with like twiggy it seems, eyes. Yeah, it just looks. It, like, it seems like a stationary prop that yeah. they just kind of move back and forth. Yeah, sometimes. and it's just like all you see most of the time is like a like a really big white arm that looks like a giant Mostly mint. A lot, and his mouth doesn't usually move when he's talking. He can like he talks more. Like, because I think he can talk through the water. Like, he doesn't really need to. Yeah, he's like the mouth is just like there, so that you can see. But then he has like then he has like icicle teeth at one point. Sometimes he does use the mouth, yeah. But it's but it's clear he doesn't actually need to. Yeah, it's like he it's just a part of him, huh? Right, it's just like a function of. But he does like, and and it, and one of the things that we find out about him is that he can change form at at will. Yeah. But does continue to choose the snowman form. Yes, which is an odd choice. It is an odd choice. 
but but he he t- talk about how he takes out uh, old old drunk daddy. Well, while this is happening, the FBI is also notified that right, Jack is right. around. So that just there's a subplot of the FBI investigating Decker. this. Decker is in, uh, investigating it. Uh, he how does he kill? He a, kills with the, a turtleneck and and then a chest strap for. How does he kill the guns? dad? He kills the dead. Does I think he just? He was outside. I know it was outside. I think it was with an axe. Like he was. He took an axe at him, and then he tried to hit him. Oh, it is. It is the axe. Yeah. Yeah, it was like an he axe. Axes, kid. He gets axed. Like he takes an axe to the, the the snowman. The snowman grabs it. He doesn't have stick arms. This snowman has snow arms. Yeah, snow arms. Uh, which is an easy distinction if you if you get confused between the two Jack Frosts. Uh. Is the Keaton Jack Frost does have stick arms, uh, but he 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 as long as well as with his his shape shifting abilities, he has inherited great strength. Yeah. Um. I just chop chops clean through this fellow. Yeah, and then he goes inside, and then he he kills the wife in the most brutal way that she just did not oh. easily she did not deserve in any fashion like she certainly i mean i the the the, the father was a much ruder character yeah I, I, he got it pretty, off pretty easy was, yeah he he first he like sneaks up on her but he sneaks up behind her while she's right. sitting on her so chair. he can liquefy himself yeah. and refreeze himself at will so he uses that to get in to the door yeah and and then he sneaks up behind her. Then he ties her up, right? Or did, no, no, he. Uh, I think he chokes her with the Christmas lights. Then he chokes her with the Christmas lights, picks her up, puts ornaments in her mouth, crushes the right. ornaments, and then shoves her head into the tree like, um, like, consistently. Right. And she, he hang. He hangs her. He hangs her like a like an angel on the tree. Yeah. Because she had mentioned several times that she had always wanted to be an angel, an angel on a Christmas tree. Are you? Uh, which an is angel? what made me. Which is really what made me think uh, that she might not be mentally all there. Because <laughs> uh, she said it in such a way, she's like, I've always wanted to be an angel on a Christmas tree. And it's like, no one's, who are you talking to? I uh, remember when the uh, snowman killed the officer when he was driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do. And then he gets in the car and the snowman can drive. Yeah, the snowman drives and kills him. Uh, How does he kill the officer? Does he use the car? Yeah, he uses, he runs him over with the police yeah. cruiser. He oh, because he liquefies into the car, yeah. and we don't ever actually see him liquefying. We just see like if you it's ever see water, water somewhere, then you know that he has entered through that method. Then we cut to uh, the sister Jill, played by Shannon Elizabeth, and her boyfriend. They sneak into the sheriff's home to steal his wine and have sex as revenge right, for right, her family's right. death. That's why they were there. Wait, what? That's what the summary yes, says? Yes, yes. That's so weird. Okay, because here's how I, I interpreted it. Because they now know that a, cure, a killer is killing people in the streets, so they gather everyone in the town at, at, like, the town center to, like, keep everyone safe. Yeah. But they that includes the family, like, the, the sheriff's family. Just as they leave, these two teens sneak in. And I was under the assumption that teenage girl did not know that her family was dead. I don't think she knew that her 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 uh, her parents were. I think she was just getting revenge oh, for her. Uh, it's brothers. for her brother. Yeah. 
Oh, weird, man. Still fucking What a strange weird. way to get back on somebody. Breaking into their home. Just steal say you want to have one sex. wine you bottle. Do, you don't, who needs a reason? Just do it. And this is also home to the longest uh, uh, derobing scene for a sex scene. They took, they are in there. It takes place in Colorado during the winter. A lot winter, of close ups of like just like upper thigh. Upper thigh. Yeah. All, then they get in their long underwear. And she's like, Oh, oh yeah. you like my long underwear? He's like, Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I think, I think the, I think that that worked pretty well uh then jack sneaks in he kills the boyfriend doesn't he put him in the freezer or something i think he is i think jack is in the freezer jack was in the freezer. he's already in there he was waiting for the the sheriff's family to come back but he's all right killing whoever is there yeah so because because the boyfriend goes to get some ice for the champagne out of the freezer and the freezer is just a chock a block with ice and it's like a single carrot sticking out so that you know that there is a snowman in there uh the snowman kills jill's boyfriend and pretends to be bathwater to lure jill doesn't he 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 does an icicle kill on the boyfriend yes it is an icicle kill okay yeah and then he instantly melts himself into bathwater for the girl for the girl and she's taking a bath she's like oh it's so nice and then she's like it's really cold and then i guess yeah, this freeze, is, he freezes he freezes this effect of, of solidifying her in the uh in the bathtub i would say is my next saving superman but this and really and th- what this uh, I did not find this scene to be very pleasant. <laughs> this scene sucks, but the effect of of the snow around her while she's in the tub, I will give it to it. Uh, it was uh, it was a try at something, but then he proceeds to rape and physically assault her, resulting in her death. So he was Is raping that her. What was happening? That's what he, that was. <laughs> that's what was that wasn't clear. <laughs> that was not clear at all. It just seemed like her the the entirety of her torso was stuck inside of his torso yeah i didn't get uh, uh well that well that makes me like that scene even less the snowman returns with the police cruiser to the station finally confront uh confronting sam uh the fbi the agent, sheriff uh, yes sam oh. the sheriff the fbi agent reveals himself to be a representative of the genetic research company that had created the chemicals and reveals that the snowman is mutated jack frost Right. So the FBI agent was fall. This is where I couldn't track some of the logic here. So the FBI agent was tr- was tracking Jack Frost already. Yeah. And then he then he mixed with the chemicals, and the chemical guy came to him and was like, "Hey, I think this might have happened," and you know, so they joined forces. Is that what happened? I would assume so. The chemical, the the representative of the of the chemical uh, company is is an actor I recognize. Yeah, um, I don't. Uh, he played Wally Weaver in in the Watchmen movie. Mm. He also reveals that the human soul exists as a chemical, and that the and that the acid was going to be used to contain DNA in cases of a nuclear holocaust. That's why huge it, news. Huge news. They attempted to destroy Jack by blowing him. By blowing him up and releasing aerosol cans in the police station and firing bullets at him, but right. to no avail. Well, they find that they can kind of d- deter him by using um, uh, hair hair dryers, hair dryers as makeshift guns. Yeah. And uh, boy, oh boy, did that not work. Or it didn't It work. sure didn't. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 well, here's the thing is they've already told us that he can 
refreeze at will. Yeah, it's, it's weird. They give him too many powers. <laughs> yeah, I think they they over they OP'd this dude. Yeah. Then they they then they use the blow dryer to drive Jack t- into a furnace, which evaporates the snow. Jack condenses, right. killing Stone. Yeah, Jack's soul still still yeah. exists in a gaseous form, so he just killing Stone and wounding uh, Manners. Jack traps Tyler. Manners is the FBI yeah. agent because they make a fun bad Manners joke. Jack traps Tyler and Ryan within his car, but Tyler escapes by advertently throwing the oatmeal. Oh my God, we forgot in the beginning of the movie. Oh the my son. God, the the child Ryan makes his dad like a uh you know. Yeah, I made you lunch, and it's just like an oatmeal mush. Yeah, mush. And it, was... it turns out it's a good thing he didn't eat it because it turns out the child had put antifreeze into this concoction. Yeah. And so when the antifreeze hits the snowman, it like melts him, and he like turns to like blood and stuff. Yeah. Sheriff Tyler tells his friends, uh, tells the townspeople really to fill to fill his bed of his truck with antifreeze. Jack chases Sam through the halls of church and finally catches him, driving an icicle into his chest and almost killing him. The truck of full of antifreeze arrives just in time. However, Jack and Sam crash through the window into the truck's bed. I don't remember any of this. Jack Frost melts into the oh, antifreeze. They, like, that's that's how it ends. Is he yeah. throws him into the Antif- truck full of antifreeze. antifreeze. He, the and antifreeze like, is poured it, back into the containers. He very slowly melts. Yeah, it's poured back into the containers and buried deep underground. Uh, yes, I remember this. And then uh, as they walk away, doesn't it pan down into the... Uh, What is it called? Into, into the ground, and it just shows Jack is still alive. I don't remember that. I remember them just kind of burying the the stuff, and I was like, "All right, well, he's just in there now." I know he's still alive because the arm that doesn't quite melt in the, the, the that escapes being melted is able to still strangle, try and strangle the child. Uh, but but then they toss that in there too, and so I guess the the soul is now just part of the antifreeze, which means. So I think it's it's his soul, his chemical, the chemical compound of the soul is still in that antifreeze. But because it is surrounded by antifreeze, he no longer has the power to freeze himself at will. Yeah. So he is now s- s- stuck in liquid form. That's Forever. none of that is explained. No, no. But I, I have to assume that that is what it is. And that is Jack Frost, nineteen ninety seven. I, so what were your what were your God. what were your saving Silvermans? Uh, the first one was. Uh, you don't write these down? No, I don't write these down. It, uh, it, I write them down, man. Otherwise, I'll be lost. God, I said it. It was one of the deaths. Oh, uh, it was. Uh, I know one of them was the uh, the stuck in the uh, ice. Yeah, one of them was the the weird uh, ice rape scene. You seemed to like that. I didn't like the rape part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did not <laughs> reflects reflects poorly on you, friend. Uh, I like. Uh, the death of the boy, and I like the oh the decapitation. Uh, all the, uh, and I like the uh, let's just say I like the performance of Scott McDonald as Jack Frost. It was terrible in every way and just uh, awful. But you know what? It was endearing enough. It was cheesy. It was I cheesy. think. Well, the, the like I said, the movie I think was aware of what it was. It was trying to be like a yeah. B movie. Um. And uh, you know, shout out to the intro scene with all the ornaments with the cast members' names on it. Mm. All right. Well, that's Jack Frost. 
that was Jack Frost. And then one calendar year later, a little movie named Jack Frost came out. And that was my picture. This was actually uh, a movie that I watched a lot as a kid uh, because I had a VHS of it. And I uh, watched it a lot, even when it wasn't Christmas. Really? Uh yeah, I don't know why, but I think as a kid, I just liked the way the snowman, like, looked. Mm. Uh, and as an adult, I uh, do not. I, I did not care for the look of the snowman. No, neither did I. Uh, <clears throat> because the the majority of the of the the film, the snowman is portrayed by a puppet. Um, but you know what? Let me, before I get into all that fact and... and hard information let's let's get into what this freaking movie is get into it no don't you want to, uh, the uh, backstory of the snowman oh yeah I, oh, I, mean, I, can, I can drop that if you want yeah so um originally uh cast in this movie was of course uh uh <laughs> i'll be damned if i can remember his name george clooney george clooney thank you Gosh, he's been out of the cinemas so long, I've already forgotten him. <laughs> Come back, George. We miss you. So George Clooney was originally cast to play uh, the man who turns into a snowman. Uh, and so because of that, the the uh, Jim Henson Creature Company created a, a snowman puppet that looks um, – that has some of George Clooney's distinctive facial features kind of baked into it. So the snow, and then he he dropped out to go film a different movie, uh, and uh, it was too late to make a new snowman. So they did have to keep the George Clooney snowman. So the snowman in Jack Frost does still look a good deal like George Clooney, mm. uh, despite it needing strangely to, so to be <laughs> be Michael Keaton. Yeah, different Batman, different Batman different batman so um so that's where if, if you watch this movie that might be a fun thing to get you through is is just looking at the icy icy cold features of george clooney uh this isn't a a saving silverman for me in fact quite the opposite uh is the the eyes on the snowman that you pointed out to me at some point in the movie oh my and then God. I could not unsee <laughs> Uh, the eyes are two pieces of coal, but once he comes to life, they become wet pieces of coal that have irises, and, and so weird. they're kind of colored. And he kind of has teeth. Like we, I couldn't confirm it, but he kind of has he teeth. He kind of had like tongue. ice teeth. Yeah, so it's like, it's not the Uncanny Valley, because it doesn't look like a person, but it's like the snowman version of the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did not enjoy looking at it this time. Um... Uh, it must it's it's been over i'm gonna say six years since i've seen this movie um but woofa doofa not fun to look at all right so jack frost let me give you a little bit a little bit more information about jack frost jack frost is a 1998 american dark fantasy film as defined by wikipedia starring michael keaton and kelly preston Keaton played the title character, a uh, father killed in cars. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, but here's the next fun fact listed on the Wikipedia is that three of Frank Zappa's four children appear in the film. 
Now, I know what a big zap ahead you are, Eric. Can you guess which three of his children are in this movie? Mm, too late. It's, of course, Dweezil Zappa, Ahmet Zappa, and Moon Unit Zappa. Uh, the, Zappas, Eric, the Zappas are in there, huh? Three of them. Wow, three Zappas? We missed, we missed the fourth Zappa. Mm. Hey, but three out of four ain't bad. Uh, so Jack Frost was actually released in Australia on December 10th, uh, 1998, a day prior to its American release. Uh, and it received negative reviews and became a box office bomb. How much money did it uh, make? Gross, grossing just $34 million. Uh, the budget, of course, was $85 million. And there's a lot of advertising for this movie. Yeah. That, so it's like easily a hundred million I think budget. What you might you might you might be seeing is that there was a lot of also home release advertising yes, for it. Yeah. Because they really tried to make up in the tail end on the home release. Hmm. I wonder if uh, <laughs> And I don't I can't say I don't know I can't say if it worked or not. I mean I could see I that they were having this movie on VHS, so I definitely had it, yeah. yeah. You had to have Jack Frost. He's home for the holidays. He's home for the holiday. (laughs) All right. So here's the movie. Jack Frost is the lead. Jack Frost, of course, played by uh, Michael Keaton, one of our greatest actors. Uh, Jack Frost is the lead singer in a rock band simply titled The Jack Frost Band. It seems like whoever wrote this might be kind of a blues travelers harmonica folksy rock and roll band. Yeah, kind of like a yeah, definitely blues and and stuff. Uh, But it seems like I mean maybe it's just the time period in which they were performing. But we only hear them sing Frost like a blues cover of Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. So I am led to believe that they do only sing Christmas songs. They are a Christmas themed band, and of course with jack frost band that that makes sense um but he's uh you know of course wondering why hasn't he been picked up yet you know why why haven't they been discovered um and it's probably because they're a christmas themed band interesting and his, and his, yeah I remember the that's scene my theory the opening scene was this guy on his old he does, cell phone yeah. he's like hey listen to this and he and he takes his cell phone out while they're playing he's like it's yeah he he marvin berries the perform the blues performance yeah um fun stuff so this band is based in the town of medford colorado you guessed it only snowman in colorado uh and they make their living performing blues covers and an assortment of their own songs, I assume all Christmas-themed, uh, and they hope to get a record deal soon. Uh, so he returns after the gig that we see him in to his 11-year-old son, Charlie, uh, who has just returned from a snowball fight where he uh, has kind of saved a, a local wimp from a local bully. <laughs> local wimp! <laughs> He's a wimp. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He's a wimp. He gets caught twice doing this wimp stuff. You're a wimp. You can't. You're a wimp. You can't always count on Charlie. That's Charlie true. Frost to save your ass. That's true. Uh, and so he wins a snowball fight against Rory, Rory Buck. <laughs> what, what a good name. What a name. And Rory Buck is kind of a he's a uh, like a middle school bully with a lot of gelled hair. Yeah. Uh, we learned pretty qu- we learned pretty quickly about Rory that he doesn't know who his dad is. Uh, so. 
good to the know plot about twist him. Is that, that comes back Jack, exactly once. It's his brother and his and Jack Frost is a Jack Frost is his real dad. Yeah. That would be actually more interesting if there was like a I might have a secret brother. He came Yeah, a secret that family. That would make more sense. That would make more sense as to why when Michael Keaton dies, he comes back and be like, "Look, I get you're having trouble, but I have to tell you in life I was bad. I did I did a bad thing. You need to find out that Rory Buck is your brother." Yes. That would have been way I more fucked, fat. I fucked saying. Mrs. Buck. Yeah. And this fucking Christmas magic bullshit. <laughs> right. So basically the kind of tone of it is that uh Charlie is constantly disappointed by uh Jack Frost, his dad, who is working a lot. Um we don't see his mom working until he until after Jack dies, so I can't really assume she's not. But uh, but Charlie has to walk home from school up a mountain, so maybe his mom is also working. His mom, Kelly Preston. Uh, R.I.P. And so, yeah, R.I.P. Kelly. She she left the the earthly coil this this last year. So, um, we'll take it easy on her performance in this. She actually is is a highlight of the movie. She is very she, she's a mom, you know. Mm-hmm. She plays a mom very well. Uh, and so. So that's the thing is is Jack's always late for everything. He's always working too much. He takes every phone call that he ever gets and has to do whatever the other line says, um, because as he tells Charlie, he's he's always had a dream of being a successful musician. It's important to have dreams, yeah. Charlie. Uh, you know, and and his dream is finally starting to come true. Yeah. Um. And so because of that, he does make he 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 uh. After they build a snowman, of course, in their front yard, uh, Jack gives Charlie his best harmonica. The first, the harmonica that he got the day that Charlie was born. Jokingly, he tells him that it's magical. It's a magical harmonica. And he will always be able to hear it wherever he is. Um, Which is kind of hard to enforce, I will say. Yeah. As far as, like, making false magical promises... Uh, if you're not like directly in the other room, like you're not going to be able to, you know, but that seems like a common theme with Jack actually is that he does kind of set things up, sets himself up for failure a lot as far as being a dad goes. Um, because the next day, uh, Charlie has asked him to come to his hockey game. Uh, and he says, yeah, I could probably do that. And then he says like, no, wait, it's ex-, and then in front of his son says, Oh wait, no! It's at exactly the time I'm supposed to be in the studio recording the music that I do, and this one's like, "Oh, okay, I, I get that." And he's like, "You know what? But but I can make it still." But it's at the exact same time. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. He's setting himself up for failure. Something that uh, Kelly Preston does point out to him later, and it goes largely unnoticed, to be honest. He misses the hockey game uh, because he's recording music. And look, Dad's got to someone's got to put pay the mortgage in this house, you know. And we're yeah, and I, you know, you know how rich musicians are before they get yeah. discovered. It is a, they do have a pretty large house. I mean, it's one of the story, but it's clearly got several rooms, which is you know I'm I am but a simple man, but that's more than I can really afford to own. Uh, and so pizza. They order pizza and they eat pizza. Do they order pizza? Okay. To <laughs> so to make up for missing the hockey game, he promises to take his family on a Christmas trip to the mountains, where I guess they have a cabin. 
or they yeah, know they, someone who has a I cabin. I think it's like their family's cabin. It's interesting. Um, but then he's called away on to a gig, like literally as they're getting ready to leave the driveway. Uh, yeah. they they he he he's so sure that this is the gig that could make or break his career. He's like, the, so he's got to play like it's like yeah, a, a record executive's party on Christmas. Um, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Who makes Christmas <laughs> plans on Christmas? <laughs> like, I, hey, you know the what? Cranks? Go to the fucking mountains. Yeah, this is a real Christmas in the cranks kind of situation. <laughs> um, so he decides he he and his band are driving up the mountain, and then he. For he four, for three friend, hours, they were driving. <laughs> for hours, they are driving up this mountain. And then he tells his friend to pull over, and his friend apparently was expecting this the whole time. So they were all expecting made, it. Made no it one, no one else, no. Everybody was expecting him to fucking go back to his family. No one was mad at it him. It would make sense. It's Christmas. Yeah, I would be mad at him for making me go up the mountain. <laughs> but basically, he decides to turn away, turn back halfway through, and he's gonna drive through the night to get to the cabin for christmas um oh his son is mad at him sorry i forgot to mention that his son is pissed that this happened resentful Um, resentful but his best uh, jack's best friend in the band is is a kind of lovable guy um uh, we like him he's you know we've already seen him i don't know if we actually mentioned this i don't know if we got that episode out but the he's the the father from still standing uh, I don't know either. And and he's also uh, the larger, more rotund fellow from A Knight's Tale. Mm. Uh, and he's charming. I like him. I hope. Uh, oh, he was uh, Stannis Baratheon in uh, the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, so, anyways, on his way back, uh, <laughs> he of course hits a blizzard uh, and crashes the car and dies. Dies and. <laughs> Then it Dies cuts. Free. It cuts to like. And his it cuts son's to one face. year later. But no, it cuts like to them at the cabin, and his son is standing at the window. Oh yeah, his son's just <laughs> looking out a frosted window, waiting for daddy. To and then come. it just says one year. And then later. one year later, so it's been a year. Dad's been dead. Um, I guess uh, uh, Charlie has quit the hockey team. He's doing regular depressed things that I think you would do. You know, my, my dad has never died, but but I imagine when it happens, I'll be pretty bummed, and I'll definitely quit the hockey team. Um, I don't even want to play hockey anymore. <laughs> he doesn't want. He doesn't find joy in any of the old things that we saw him doing earlier. He's not saving kids from getting bullied anymore. Um, he's a. And he's uh, he's a depressed. He's depressed. He's a depressed little kid now. <laughs> he's just kind of hard to deal with. Mm. Uh, his mom is worried about him because he's depressed, which is, you know, understandable. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, the bandmate, the best friend, um, the keyboardist I found out here. Uh, oh, his name's Mac MacArthur. That's a cool name. That's a cool nickname. Uh, Mac is, is helping out the family by, you know, babysitting and, and kind of he's he's the, the he's he's not dating Kelly Preston. But he is kind of stepping in as a type of father figure. Yeah. Um, Which uh, so, he's trying. So, and, and, and yeah, so Kelly's aware. He's, she's seeing Charlie, like, withdraw from all his contact with any of his friends. And uh, 
And so one night when 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 Max babysitting, he falls asleep, and Charlie makes another snowman that bears a bit of a resemblance to George Clooney. It says it bears a bit of a resemblance to Jack here in the summary, but it is just a snowman. It's a snowman it with not his bear dad's a resemblance stuff on to it. it. He puts his dad's hat and scarf on him, and then doesn't he put uh, the then, uh, the uh, harmonica inside him? I think he plays the harmonica oh. and then shoves it in. Then he wishes the that his dad was here. Maybe we don't. I don't remember. I, I watched this a day ago. I don't remember. Um, oh, he plays Jack's harmonica before going to sleep. The harmonica turns out to be magical after all, and it resurrects Jack, and his spirit awakens in the snowman that very night. Uh, thrilled to be alive again, Jack attempts to greet Charlie, but is um, spatially unaware that he is a snowman. Uh, he ends up terrifying his son by being a talking snowman. Uh, and, uh, Charlie kind of fucking freaks the fuck out (laughs) and like tries to barricade himself in the house. And then he tries to tell his his mom gets home and he tries to tell his mom. And it's a whole lot of like, all right, my weird son's being weird again. Uh, and, uh, and so no one believes him. And I want to cut in real quick with one of my my saving silvermans because we've already seen some of it but it kind of pops up throughout the throughout the film and it is that there is um an ensemble of of mr show actors that that pop up throughout this movie you see uh paul f Tompkins at the at the at the concert at the beginning only briefly he doesn't do anything but it's fun to see him uh you see you know i think you hear david cross as like a weatherman yeah uh, okay. You know, there's a couple other ones that just kind of pop in and out, and it's just good to it's just good to to see those guys, uh, even <laughs> even now. Uh, so that pops up. That's something to watch out for. Uh, but of course, we're we're dealing with a living snowman here. Let's get back to it. Uh, so so the next day, Charlie um, confronts the snowman because. He just thinks it's a live snowman. He has no indication that it is his dad. Um, and the thing is, he kind of just like I think he tries to melt it. He tries to melt the snowman, and that's when he's like, "Okay, for sure, this thing's alive," because Michael Keaton's like, "Yo, get that the fuck away from me." I'm your dad. Um, Give me a kiss. I'm your dad. And yeah, he does. He does. Pull, he does try to immediately tell him that he's his dad, and he's like, "What are you talking? You're a snowman." Uh, so he runs away and runs immediately into uh, our old pal Rory Buck, who is once again bullying the same child, uh, who I guess he just hates. Local um, wimp. Local wimp. Uh, local unnamed wimp, and uh, and he. Uh, What's his name? Charlie decides he's not going to stand up for local wimp and walks away. Um, but Snow Dad, uh, Michael Keaton, decides that that is not good enough and throws a big old snowball into Rory Buck, um, starting essentially a war. But it's it's a, a full-on blitzkrieg occurs um, where 
Michael Keaton now uses his magic snowman powers to... He is also kind of imbued with a strength he definitely did not have as a man. So it's similar to your your to, to serial killer Jack Frost. Mm. Uh, but this one is using using his super strength, his snow strength, not to murder children, but to deck them pretty hard with a, 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 a not insignificant amount of snowballs. Um, a force we've never seen before. It's uh, it, it, and they're all CGI the snowballs, uh, and they don't hold up very well to today's standards. Um, but after he runs out of snow, I guess he decides like, okay, we need to get out of here. So, um, the the big selling factor for Charlie is that the snowman Jack calls him Charlie Boy. Which is, of course, his father's nickname for him. And no one else would have known to do that. So he is now fully on board with this is his snow dad. Uh, and they, they get on a big toboggan. And uh, and they they head out down a, a never-ending hill. They never lose momentum at no, any they point. they just go red. It's, they are going insanely fast. They are being pursued by several snowboarders. Professional grade. Um, and then at some point... Uh, there's like, there's like 40 snow puns, um, and then uh, the um, Jack uses his snow strength to karate chop the the toboggan into two snowboards that they both use to do <laughs> s- snowboard things. They snowboard. That's it. I mean, it's a snowboarding <laughs> snowman. A snowboarding snowman. <laughs> That's like the that was like the whole trailer was like this this sequence of snowboarding snowman. And he was doing all the and weird. There's like a there's like a movements. snarky '90s pop tune playing, and he's just doing like. His body moves it's, so strange. It's yeah, kind of his, like, his body well because when it's the puppet, like you can see someone like trying to move within it like Big Bird yeah. style. But when it's like CGI, it's moving like a person. Yeah, <laughs> it's like taking steps, even though it doesn't have feet. It's like a it's like a three balled snowman. Yeah. Uh, there's also there's a lot of like oh my balls are so cold jokes, yeah. which is spot on. So funny, I loved it. Improv. Um, improv. <laughs> it could completely improved on the set, Michael Keaton. <laughs> By the way, Michael Keaton, after he dies, after the first 15 minutes of the movie, not seen again until the last second of the film. (laughs) (laughs) So, pretty easy paycheck from a main man. Oh, yeah. He was, he bought a house with that money, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they call that, they they call that cabin in the woods, uh, uh, Jack Frost Ranch for a reason. Yeah. The house that Jack built. The house... Um, so after their snowboard sequence, uh, Charlie finally believes they, him. they escape. Yeah, he believes him, and he's like, "Damn, my cool ass dad can shred." Um, and Jack Frost is like, "No time for that, punk boy. I heard you quit hockey. Let me teach you how to hockey." And uh, he teaches him some kind of trick shot, J shot, as he calls yeah, the it. The J shot. The 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 J shot. I guess because his name is Jack. Um, or maybe it's because a hockey stick is kind of J-shaped. Hmm. Uh, unclear. I don't know anything about hockey. Uh, so he wants <laughs> Jack reconnects with Charlie and wants to teach him the values he never got to teach him when he was alive. 
Uh, so the snowman is like, I'm going to melt. I got to get these fucking lessons out. And the lesson is hockey. Um, and, and, and why hockey is good and doing good hockey. Um, and so Jack convinces Charlie to rejoin the hockey team, uh, instead of continuing to grieve for his death. Um, he becomes their best player pretty quickly. Oh, I forgot completely. Henry Rollins is in this yeah, movie he should be a as the hockey so coach. Uh, he, he should be a serious superman, but he isn't. Uh, he's the hockey coach. Uh, he also is one of the first people to see uh, the moving snowman and immediately goes to the TV station and is like, I gotta tell you about snowman. Uh, people think he's crazy. And um, and so he kind of has PTSD for seeing live snowman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's he's also an intense hockey coach. Uh so that's cool. Uh, what happens after this? Well, of course, um, he rejoins the hockey team, beats their longtime rivals, the Devils. The Devils. The Mountaineers beat the Devils in hockey. Uh, he's friends with his friends again, uh, including um, including T- the voice of TJ from Recess, who looks almost identical to TJ from Reese. He does. He doesn't he, he plays um, Henry Rollins' son, right? Is that who that is? Yes, he is the son of Henry Rollins. Yeah. That's correct. Um so in the meantime of this hockey hockey time, uh, oh, he does it's like a recap of the whole hockey situation from the beginning where he's like I got to go to that game uh but I'll be damned if he's not made of snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough for him to get around. So we got a fun little sequence of him trying to use the dog to get around. And then he decides walking's easier. And then he runs into a... It's getting hotter. And as you know, snow melts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has to go across uh, the scalding hot asphalt. Which... Uh, there's snow everywhere. It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold asphalt. Yep. But it's hot. They say it's hot. What? A, they say it's hot. So he really scorches his ass getting into the hockey ring to watch the hockey game. Very earned hockey game. Um, Mac. Oh, Mac. Oh, Mac. Continues to be a friend of the family um, because uh, Kelly Preston comes to comes to Mac and is like, "Hey, I think you need to talk to." Uh, I think you need to talk to my boy because he's acting strange. He's talking to a snowman. Uh, and uh, we, I would love to know what's going on with him. Uh, so Mac agrees to do this. Uh, he decides to kind of step in and be a father figure. Uh, we don't really get a chance to see much of that. They, he doesn't tell him what's going on. But um, but Jack's melting. Jack's and up. Charlie's aware of it. He sees the the game, he looks but so sweaty. at great cost. He's yeah. He looks like a sweaty man. He <laughs> um, looks like George Clooney's sweaty, melting face. Yeah, uh, it's horrifying to look at. I I didn't like it. He looked like he was k- getting sick. Um. So Charlie puts him on a a dolly and basically wheels him around town and and desperately tries to get his mom to drive. His snow. He he goes into his mom's bank job, cuts in line, and is immediately demanding that his mother drive him and his snowman up to the mountains so that they can keep him cold. Uh, Kelly is understandably like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm working. Um, 
but oh gabby is her name in the movie mm-hmm. um so charlie runs away he runs away with with the uh with the snowman and he he actually runs into rory buck his old bully who is like what is going on with you rory is at this point concerned about charlie uh which is a real kind of a corner turn for him and uh and charlie tells rory that this snowman he's wheeling around is in fact his father uh and rory's like what are you talking about and then jack makes himself known speaks to rory um and rory's like oh shit that's wild that's actually really cool and and uh and so rory and charlie kind of bond over that uh and charlie's like hey man you know what it's like not to have a dad can you help me out here and rory's like absolutely can you pick up the snowman that's like the that's like the main thing about me um so Rory drops this line, uh, which is one of my saving Silvermans, uh, of course. Snow Dad is better than No Dad. Uh, and so he helps him stow away on a truck that must be heading to the mountains. I don't know how we know it, but it's driven by another Mr. Show player. Um, oh my god, I forgot to tell you one of my... Th- this is kind of a, an extra sleep, uh, an extra uh, saving Silverman for me. Is that when we see uh, at the beginning, we see Jack come home from his gig, um, and he's getting ready for bed, um, but he is he is fully going to wear his jeans to bed. Uh, he's tucked his he's tucked his sleeveless shirt into his jeans, and he's ready for bed. He's he's go- he goes to bed dressed. Uh, as the boss of course and everyone knows that's how the boss sleeps with his red handkerchief in his pocket his sleep jeans his best sleep jeans and his sleeveless white t-shirt uh so that was a highlight for me maybe a little bonus um and so charlie and jack frost are on their way up to the mountains on board of a truck uh and so gabby and and Mac are trying to get the police to do anything about it. Uh, they're trying to find the missing boy. Uh, and so my, my, my third or my actually fourth, but final saving Silverman is the scene in which Mac has to describe to a police officer, the snowman, which they think has kidnapped Charlie. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite part of that is that that Mac estimates that the snowman must weigh about 500 pounds of pure uncut powder. Uh, uncut so that's powder. Uncut powder. And so uh, we see Charlie and Jack dive off of a truck into the uncut powder. They slide down a, a big, big, glossy, snow-filled hill. And they f- somehow get to the cabin that they have up there. Uh, and after playing in the snow, uh, Michael Keaton <laughs> brings his boy inside, lights up a fire, and sits by it for a little while. Uh, despite melt being melting is the whole reason he was here. Um, but he, he, he Jack does the right thing. He calls up Gabby on the phone with his little stick fingers and um, tells, her, tells her where Charlie is at their cabin. 
Uh, Gabby is shocked, but does recognize Jack Frost's voice and uh, obliges, decides to come to the cabin. Um, and then Jack wakes up uh, a disheartened Charlie and tells him that he has to go, as as we all must. He must return to hell um, from whence he from came. Dad, bad dad. Yeah, well, okay, he was a bad dad. He came back, wasn't much better of a dad, got his son into, like, trouble, like, a lot. Yeah, made his son a criminal. Kidnapped his son, made his son a criminal, scared the shit out of his wife. Uh, yeah, so I don't think he's redeemed himself in any way here. Um, and also, he, he was... Well, Immediately when he is back, he is aware that he was dead that time, that whole time. Yeah, kind of strange. He was pretty uh, comfortable with his death. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I, 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 I checked. Him. I, I get my cool. He did have my... a very rock and roll attitude towards the whole being dead thing. That's true. That's a blues man for yeah. you. Um, but he doesn't. You know, I feel like he has some wisdom that he must want to impart on us. As the living, like, what's up? What's up, Char? What's up, Jack? Yeah, you could have told us, us what was going, going on. Back. But no, he just left everybody in the dark. And uh, He's like, no, I gotta go. A, a uh, demon so from hell. As soon, as soon as his wife arrives, the snowman uh, shell dissipates, uh, revealing Jack in force ghost form, uh, glowing in blue. <laughs> force ghost. Uh, um, gosh, put that put that in the, in the, the sequels, please. Uh, Jack tells Charlie that he will forever be with him wherever he goes. And after saying uh, farewell and giving his love to both his wife and son, he returns to the afterlife, which is highlighted here as a link I can go to. So we might check that out in a second. Um, So he just basically turns to dust, kind of. He he, like turns to a, a drift of snow and flows back through the mountains. Uh, in the closing moments of the film, Charlie plays hockey with his group of friends, which now includes the the bully Rory Buck, uh, and uh, Gabby happily watches. And Mac plays music on the com- on the on the piano. He's back to performing. He he was Mac back. had quit music. I forgot. Yeah. Mac had quit music because he was so bummed that he accidentally kind of got his friend killed. Um. And so the the final street scene shows that all the front lawns have snowmen on them. I did not see that. That's weird. <laughs> it's a very cranky, cranky ending. They're all dead. Yeah, this is where the cult of Frosty comes yeah. from. Uh, and so that is uh, 1998's Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Uh, uh, which which of these did you like better? Which of these do I like? I think I like 1997 more. I think the pulp value of 1997, I think, uh, kind of, I think it ages better yeah. than than the kind of ho- the the wholesome attempt made in 1998. Yeah, 98 also feels longer. It's not. It, it feels like it's, it does feel longer. It feels like a longer movie. All right. Well, I know we're running a little long, but I do have a game. Go for it. It's a segment that we will have introduced in an episode that didn't come out, but. Uh, we will be doing this time. It is called IMDb Trivia Factor Fishing. Fish fishing. Because you're fishing, fishing. for fun. Fishing for fun. So, uh, I've got two rounds and a bonus question. Okay. So, one of these is not true. Two of them are. Here's round one. Michael Keaton 
co-wrote two of the songs for the soundtrack of this movie. True. Or oh, sorry, Henry. No, it's it's it's. I'm gonna give okay, you three sorry. facts. Yeah, you gotta yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. which one of them is not right, true. Yeah. All right. So the fact one: Michael Keaton co-wrote two of the songs for the soundtrack of this movie. Fact number two: Henry Rollins also co-wrote two songs for the soundtrack of this movie. Uh, and the third, this is uh, the first round is soundtrack themed. Uh, the third fact is the film's closing song, How by Lisa Loeb, is also featured in the soundtrack of the film Twister. I'm going to go with the first one and the last one. That's correct. Mm. Uh, Henry Rollins did not did not uh, co-write any music for this, this uh, movie, which would have been interesting. It would have been a lot I louder. I would like some... It would have been angrier. Yeah. Would have had like, some political messaging in it. Maybe. All right, so round two. This is a casting round. Okay. All right. So Tim Allen was considered for the lead role, but couldn't take any time away from filming the final season of Home Improvement. Mm. Vincent D'Onofrio was also considered for the lead role, but chose to play Ed the Cockroach Man in Men in Black (laughs) instead. (laughs) Or Mel Gibson was considered for the lead, but opted to shoot the film Conspiracy Theory instead. (laughs) I got So who go. of these was not considered for the lead of Jack Frost? I got to go It's <sighs> a good It's not I think the Tim Allen one sounds realistic to me. I got to go Vincent D'Onofrio was not offered. That's good. That's that's pretty good. It's not Vincent D'Onofrio. He was actually offered the Henry Rollins role. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. But he did he did opt to shoot Men in Black instead. <laughs> That's like All a right. crazy thing. He turned down the role of Jack Frost for the, the playing cockroach man. <laughs> it's an awesome story. Uh, he turned down the Henry Rollins role, not the yeah, Jack Frost yeah. role. All right. And so bonus question here is, can you tell me the movie that George Clooney went on to shoot instead of Jack Frost? 1998. I got to go Ocean's Eleven. Ooh, close. That is definitely a 2000s movie. It was, in fact, Batman and Robin. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. The introduction of the Bat credit card. And with that, you have won this round. I guess you got two points. It's nice. pretty good. We got to figure out how these points mean anything, but that's a, that's a next year thing, maybe. That is a next year so, thing. Uh, we've, got another, we've got another couple of Christmas episodes, co- or uh, dare I say holiday um, because I think some of these movies fall a little further into the holiday realm than Christmas stuff. So, uh, shall I spin the the, the Christmas wheel? Uh, are we doing a oh. haters, haters back off? Oh my god, I can't believe it. I almost forgot. Let me off the hook. Your Krampus punishment. Alright, let's get into it. Uh, let me uh, go you to... You had let me... to, as your punishment for losing... For losing six episodes, you did have to watch Haters Back Off. Yeah, before we get it, I gotta take a big, a little pee. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep rolling because I don't wanna have to sync up again. I'm gonna keep recording and, uh, and that's all there is to it. Bum, 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 bum. 
So I watched the first episode of Haters Back Off with you, Colton. It's titled "My Uploading My First Video. Some backstory on this. Uh, this is a, uh, a YouTuber series. This is Miranda Singh. She's a very What's famous a Netflix, series? Netflix series. But it's ba- but it's the first, I think the first one, the YouTuber got an original show like this. I can't say for sure. I don't pay attention to any of that. I'll stuff. go ahead and say it. But let's just go. She had, okay. let's see how many subscribers she has. She has ten point nine million subscribers on YouTube. Interesting. And so, what is your relationship to the character of Miranda? Sims? Our good friend Jordan would uh, put her on to bother me whenever we would hang out and watch YouTube together. Mm. And uh, okay, that's how that's as far as you see it her goes. as a. Do you see her as a kind of shadowy reflection of yourself? No, not at all. Uh, no. no. Okay. This is a. Uh, it came out in 2016, so it's at the height of the Netflix original series. That they're just Miranda. Mm. Netflix was just popping it off, giving money to everybody to make a Netflix original series. Right. And uh, it stars. Uh, it has a pretty interesting cast. I love Steve. Steve Little. He's Steve Little's He's great. in like all of the. Uh, uh, What's his name? He's in uh, Eastbound and Eastbound Down. Eastbound and Down, all those. Uh, what, what's the guy's name? A fucking Danny McBride. Danny McBride shit. Like he's a Danny McBride head. He, he's a Danny McBride friend. Yeah. I haven't seen him in. Uh, I haven't seen him in Righteous Dumbstones yet. I believe he was in. He uh, was he? No. There was a lot going on in that. Show. No, but I would. I, 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 he's not in that. No, but he. The last thing. He, the big thing he was in was the Midnight Gospel, which I heard was very good. So. That's right. I remember his episode. Um, I love that guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. So the first episode is Miranda uploading her first video. And Miranda is 38 years old. I'm not sure how old she is supposed is she to be. supposed to be? I'm not sure how old. I have no idea how old she's supposed to be. I think she's like, she's being because homeschooled. she's still being homeschooled Yeah, so it's like, we'll assume she's like a senior in high school. And okay. she uploads this video of her singing one of the songs from Oz. Um and oh from I think it's from uh from Wicked yeah actually. oh from Wicked I'm sorry and Steve Little is recording her and he is like her biggest do you know if is this is this like one of the real videos she did I don't know that's okay. a question for a Miranda head I'll have to ask I'll have to ask the next Miranda head I yeah uh they her relationship with her uncle throughout this whole first episode is strange and we'll get to it and uh. Get to it right now. Yeah, they have sexual innuendos back and forth, and it's very yeah, uncomfortable. Some of that. It's very uncomfortable. There's some there's some tension there that is uncomfortable. It's it's the kind of thing where the character as I I I was uh, blissfully unaware of what this person was, um, but but it seems like it's a character. And she I, I when I was reading up on what she is. Is it's a character that she created to make fun of um, uh, 
the 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 YouTube yes sensation of people who are are, are not <laughs> self aware within their content. Um, but the the irony of it is is it seems like she doesn't appear to be uh, terribly self aware herself. Uh, and also, uh, it's um, it verges on a portrayal of like a mentally handicapped person. Yeah. Um, it weird, which she, doesn't she, yeah, seem she, good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's like the like the weird part of where this show comes it's, from. It's it's very much a, a, a get a load of this guy type deal. Like it's like they they try and save it at the in, at towards the end with with a tender moment between the sister. And it, wicked doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. You can't tenderize this character who is meant to like be a super mean takedown of these kinds of people. Like you're not humanizing yeah. these people. You're directly trying to like, like rip into them. And the first episode is mostly about getting her. She uploads a video and she gets her first hate comment, and she takes it as like a light of someone threatening her life, and. uh it kind of spirals into uh, her her trying to it's and it's kind of weird because she gets a death threat, but then she's also trying to her uncle is trying to make a commercial for his fish store that he works at. Right. Well, because it seems like his uncle, the uncle, might also have some mental problems yeah. as well because they all live together in. It's weird. It's the uncle, the mom, and the sister. Right, the sister who is in high school but is allowed to go to real high school. Yeah, and who's actually a normal person. Seems to be normal and also the only functioning person within the house. Yeah. Like, she is making sure the bills are paid. The mom is played by Angela Kinsey. She is from The Office. She plays Angela, right? I've never seen The Office. Mm-hmm. But I know she plays Angela. That's correct. She plays Angela on The and Office. And she plays a mom, and her, her, her whole main character trait is that the fact that she... She is self-diagnosed with fibromyalgia. What she was funny. Yeah, I she's liked her. she's one of my saving servants. Uh, she and I think that she was. Try, I think she was trying to put some really funny stuff down, but every time it seemed like she got too funny, uh, Miranda it had seemed to put like it back in her Miranda place. would step yeah. in and try and reclaim that, reclaim the funny juice, and it yeah. just it just slid off her like water from a duck's back. Yeah, and. Uh, the uh, then she, they end up at the fish store, and she and she's also being she's being bodyguarded. She has a plan to become famous. Yeah, she has a plan to become famous. The second tier of the plan is to get on television. To get on television, and to, and like now they're recording this. They had the uh, Steve Little, the uncle, has set up all these lights around the fish store, and uh, they're recording. They, they Miranda comes in, and they have to record these awful commercials, and she's doing it. And and the and a little guest starring role for Harvey again from uh, how we do what we do in the shadows uh, Guillermo great to see him great to see him he plays the fish store manager underutilized yeah. to be honest yeah and this just ends up with them killing all the fish Miranda is can't do the commercial uh, the fucking fish store owner walks in while with all the fish dead they're taping fish to the tanks to make them look like they're fishing. It's a whole mess, and it's a mess. It's a whole mess, Miranda. It's supposed to be like a comedy of errors, yeah. but it's uh, it's light on the comedy, very bad, heavy on the errors. Yeah, very bad. Uh, then 
Miranda and her sister kind it's of. Shame. We're supposed to try and be more positive. It's tough, it's hard. Though. It's I mean, really hard. This is like bad stuff. It's like I want to commit. I want to commit to being more positive. Look, shout out episodes. to the shout out to everybody who who put this together because I think it's shot well enough. It's not. Sure. It doesn't look bad. The only problem is is like the, the writing of, of a, Miranda. It has the look of a quality show. Yeah. It has the feel of a quality show. The thing is, is that the actual material doesn't land at all. Yeah, and it's like I like the style of it. I think, and like it's a show that like, if you just showed me the cast and like some of the stuff with Miranda not in it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd watch that. And then you just put Miranda well, I think in it. Miranda is the Miranda is the part that doesn't work. Yeah, and it's show. weird because it's, it's just the character Miranda is weird. A, she is an at at a at a fifteen, where if she was at say like an eight, it would. I think yeah. Better. If she wasn't trying to take this weird, men- like she plays like the character, like she's it's like, like it's like. Do you remember the Pink Panther yes. remake with Steve, with Steve, uh, Steve Martin? the King Martin? It's like if that character got hit in the head with a hammer. Yeah, and and then was then like also like like he's not just a bumbling idiot. He's like there's something wrong. Yeah, something deeply troubling. And we're still supposed to laugh. But, and it's like, yeah, I, it's like, ugh. I wonder if there was like some sort of explanation of why she was the way she was, and we got that. I didn't see. I didn't see it. No, I no, watched I the show. There was any of that? But I think if they would have had that in the show, and like you know, Miranda suffers from this and you disease. Know what? Maybe they do. Maybe they explain. <laughs> but like, that doesn't seem like part of the character. No. It's supposed to be a funny character. Yeah. It's supposed to be a parody of these. Of these YouTube strange strangeos, but I guess when you take that you character like, out of the YouTube video and like she just yeah, plays it, it plays when, yeah. she plays it like she goes full, like you know she goes too far, you know she should have scaled right. it back. When we put it in, when we put that character in like an environment that we're supposed to believe is real, it's it's I don't know, it's it's like <laughs> it's odd. Yeah. It's like I don't like it. I don't like uh, like. Like, imagine meeting the Big Lebowski in real life. You'd be like, I don't like doing this. I don't like seeing this person. <laughs> uh, I, uh, it's. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, shout out. It's. A, I think. I think it's. You know. I'm not. I. I've not watched any of the 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 YouTube videos, and maybe they work better there. But I think with the change of medium. Uh, it, it, I just, I just don't think it transitioned well. Yeah. And that was, I mean, I, we did, we just watched the pilot, yeah. so maybe there's something in there. I doubt it. I doubt it. But who knows? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like it does. She doesn't seem like that. Like, like it's capable of tackling that. At least from her point of view, like the what we saw so far, I didn't, I didn't get like that. It could do any of that. You know what it felt like. Um, when you when you're growing up and like your parents try and do like jokes to make you laugh and they they don't have a lot of material so a lot of times they'll like go to the their go to is like just making a funny face or making or doing like a funny voice yeah and it's like somebody is doing that and that's what their bit was but then if you and then it's like taking a step back and being like okay mom explain this character to me what's going on here and they had to do it, and it's not funny because it's like, well, I guess they talk like that because there's something wrong, or they just—it's it, weird. I didn't—I—I I felt very weird watching this. Yeah, not that that not great, not great. I regret making you watch this. Wow, appreciate it. This is a punishment. This is a very large punishment for me, mostly. Yeah. 
Well, I guess we can move on to spinning your thing all way Christmas. Yeah, wheel. you know, honestly, that's fine. I think we've we've given way too much time to Miranda. Um, Miranda might be the kind of person that Google's her name to see if she pops up places. So we'll try and minimize the mention there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, we're going to go to the Christmas or holiday movie wheel. Uh, oh, and I hope we get a Jew. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, a Jewish holiday film. I would love that. I feel like there's probably... I mean, if there's a, a veritable fuck ton of bad Christmas movies, there's got to be at least a couple bad Hanukkah movies, I can only right? think of one, but... I, <laughs> I I think I know the one you're thinking <laughs> of. All right, so I'm going to roll the movie. Here it goes, here it goes. All right, so this one's for you. Mm-hmm. And, oh, this is a very special one. Okay. You're going to watch the film... It's a very me- it's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie. That's on the wheel. I'm excited. I did put this on the wheel. Wow, is this supposed to be a treat? I am a fan of the Muppets, uh, and I I watched some of this, and this is in a very strange place. <laughs> okay, we love the Muppets here, so this will be interesting. We we all love the Muppets here. All right, so that's yours. Do you want to uh, spin your punishment? All right, so I will be watching Holiday, and now let's spin that punishment wheel. We're getting this wheel. We're getting this wheel. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting this wheel. We're adding stuff to the wheel. All right, Colton, you ready? Here we go. I'm very ready. Okay, if I if it would have stuck with what I originally wrote, we would have gotten disjointed again. But we'll keep going. I want to get to the new. Thank God, get that out of there. Oh, you know what? We technically haven't watched that on here. Oh, that's true. I guess we could do episode two of no, (laughs) no. Oh well. All right. Okay. Let me spin. Let me keep spinning. Here we go. It's Landon. Fuller House. I, I bet we can find a Christmas episode too. Oh, oh, that's good. Anything we roll, we have to find a Christmas episode of. Yeah, so that will be mine. And then let me okay. uh, spin yours. Ooh, Colton, you're going to want to watch the Orville? Oh, you think there's a Christmas episode of that? I bet there is. I bet there is. But that's, that's, if, that's if you bail on holiday, so. That's if I bail on holiday. Oh, is. Holiday with Emma Roberts and Luke. Oh my god. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. I have this movie on my uh, on the other wheel with Emma Roberts. It's it's her and Hayden Christensen. And it's a Is it the Woody Allen movie? No, no. It's much it's like a Netflix original and it's like they, it takes place in New York and they're it's like a Romeo and Juliet with two uh, families, but it's two pizza families. <laughs> Is it Little Italy? Is it Little Little Italy? Yeah, Little Italy. Oh my gosh. I heard they talked about this on uh, how did this get made? Yeah, that is on well, our. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much of this is usable, but uh, get what you can. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna wrap it up. Okay. Well, thanks for stopping in and having a fireside chat with your best pals Colton and Eric. Come on back next week and hear us chat up these other two holiday features. 
Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, smash that five star button. Uh, and tell Santa that we've been good boys. Tell Santa we'll see him around the block. Grab him cheeks. Soon. Grab them cheeks. All right, bye.